uh, Shane, Saul, uh, Kyle, and I were here one day at the Mint Tavern, and uh, uh, Shane and I walked up to uh, Todd and said, "Hey, man, would you mind naming your drink after Vegas Confessions and Faces of Vegas is Las Vegas?" <laughs> and just right off the bat, he said, "Sure, yeah, I can do that." <laughs> No questions asked. Rather than have the drinks named after our podcast specifically, we would open it up and let people submit names, and Todd would pick his two favorite. But let's find out. Todd, if you wouldn't mind sharing with us who the two drinks that you chose that, that you'd like the best. All right. So uh, it was not an easy choice. There was a lot of great submissions, uh, some comical, some you know, fit, some were very Vegas. Uh, so... Without further ado, the uh, the first one that I chose was the Vegas Vixen. Nice. Nice. I like that a lot. And the second is the Lucky Son of a Bitch. Peekaboo, you fuck you. I see you, you motherfucker. Do you want to talk or do you want to bet? We had two bags of grass, 75 pellets of mescaline, five sheets of high-powered water acid, a salt shaker half full of cocaine, a whole galaxy of multicolored uppers, downers, screamers, lappers, also a quarter tequila, quarter rum, case of beer, pint of raw ether, two dozen in. Having cards is a foolproof system. It's also illegal. It's not illegal, it's frowned upon, like masturbating on an airplane. I'm pretty sure that's illegal, too. Yeah, maybe after 9-11, where everybody gets some sensitive. Thanks a lot, Finn Hello, everybody. Welcome to another uh, Vegas Confessions. This one's actually episode 33. And, uh, yeah, I'm Shane. I'm Julian. I'm Eric. And I guess my first question is, you know, this is recently after Turkey Day, so everybody had a good one, I think, for the most part? Oh, sure. yeah. Yeah, it's great. There you guys are really short on that. <laughs> um, but so on this episode, we got a couple things going on. The last one that you guys might have listened to, um, we actually did the live version of Plaza when we played down there. And the show turned out really well. It was fun. We had a bunch of people, and it was a really good time. This one, we're going to kind of – we got a confession, and then we have some shout-outs and, and basically kind of a recap, I guess, most of all. Um, and I'll go ahead and kick off the shout-outs for the most part. I think the one thing that I wanted to, to make sure that I touched bases with was um, the Mint in general. So Todd Wars, who owns a Mint, you know, he invited us into his establishment and and we did the whole Ocean's 14 drink contest, Meet Me at the Mint. Um, you know, it was set up well uh, and it was really cool. So there actually were two winners from that. Um, one was a Vegas Vixen, which is the first drink that will, by the way, both of these will be sponsored on a menu. Uh, the first one was Vegas Vixen, and the second one was Lucky Son of a Bitch. Um, so big congrats to the guys that actually had that input. Uh, John Murphy was the first one, and the Frugal G Degenerate was the other one. Um, and I actually got a chance to kind of put him on the side, Todd, and interview him. So we got a segment coming up here in the next one or two episodes where we'll just talk to bar owners, bar managers type thing. Um, and I had a chance to interview him, so that was really kind of cool. Um, I thought it was kind of a cool setup. And a big thanks to everyone that actually showed up for the Ocean's 14 XL Meetup. Uh, it, it was really cool. We actually had a chance to meet other podcasters um, that I've never met before that I thought was really cool. New people, Chad and Jamie and, and other people that came to the to the group. Um, and we're all going to kind of speak for, you know, different ones that reached out and Twitter feed and kind of everything that was going on. It was just it was a fun trip. 
it was a sad trip because Jules, man, you weren't there, and that was a bummer. But um, you really did a lot on just keeping up with social media and everything else and reaching out, and, and that was cool, dude. It was fun, man, to watch you guys. When I was on break at work, I'd look at my phone and check out the Twitter chat, and every time I'd open it up, uh, while you guys were in Vegas, it was over a hundred new messages. I'm like, son of a bitch, you guys are just having a good time. Hey, we're heading this way. Let's meet up over here. I'm going to Plaza. I'm going this way. So it was really cool, and a lot of people sharing pictures. So it was fun. It was fun to watch. So glad you guys had a good time, man. It was fun. I, I think you know we might have had a couple bumps in the road, but very little. I don't think on my side anyway. But my trip was quick. You know, I got in there like Friday, and then. Turn back around Sunday, and uh, you know we'll recap some of that stuff. But um, but it was cool. It was awesome. Um, anybody else have any shout outs? I have a few, of course. Our buddy Sean Skadan had a birthday this week, and then just another big shout out to Jonathan Jossel and Michael from Pop Up Pizza in the Plaza for coming out, hanging out, uh, hosting the whole live podcast for you guys, and Scott from Vital Vegas, of course, he's. He's never let down. He was fun to listen to. So, And everybody that was just involved with the live podcast, it was fun to listen to. And, you know, it make, it made me feel like I was there. So it was a good time. Oh, you were there, man, the whole time. Trust me. <laughs> Your shadow was everywhere. So yeah. it was cool. All right. So I've got a, a few this week. I want to start out with Gina Palmacci uh, at GEE World on Twitter. Gina might be one of the most – uh, underrated or underrecognized members of the community. This girl is awesome. So she went out, ran the 5K, and then pulled an all-nighter drinking and gambling <laughs> yes. and put it together through the next day. I don't, I don't uh, know that um, uh, appreciated her as much as I should have. So uh, incredibly funny, uh, really smart. And uh, we got to spend a lot more time on this trip together than we have in the past. Uh, so uh, Gina gets the first shout out. Nice. Uh, the, ne- the next one is Dr. Phil States, who ran the full marathon. Yes. Uh, and it, in addition to running the marathon, where I'm incredibly um, proud of him. I don't know if that's the right word. But, um, you know, he's a, he's a great guy. And this was something that he's been working towards for a long time. And uh, I'm I'm happy for him. I'm I'm proud of him if that's appropriate. I, I think and, proud uh, is good. He, he, he kept he kept us well hydrated throughout the podcast. <laughs> I was going to say yes. I, big thank you, Phil. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Phil. That was awesome. Um, I also want to mention Chris Kim, who put in an awful lot of hard work for this event, um, and it came together because of his efforts and you know we mentioned chris a lot but i think we can't mention him enough he's a friend of the show and a friend of the community and just an all-around good guy um so thank you chris for all that you do and lastly i want to mention mitch and dr kev from tipping the odds las vegas uh dr kev made it a point to come out to join us on this trip which um, there was some effort involved in making that happen. He had a uh, very important uh, meeting the next day, so he was in briefly and then had to fly out. And Mitch just likes getting shout-outs. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> we want to include Mitch, and we wish him well. We hope his back heals. Uh, he couldn't make the trip uh, due to a back issue. Um, 
but we uh, we thank you for your support and uh, hope you get well soon. Yeah, and I just want to kind of follow up with uh, – well, actually, all of them are, are great shout-outs, man. Awesome. Um, Gina, first time I really had a chance to sit down and talk to her and, and communicate with her. And I, uh, she actually is really good. She is one of a kind, I will say. She's pretty cool. Everything she had to say and do. And, yeah, I was watching that on Twitter because I was already back over here at that time. Um, and I'm like, okay, you did what? And you're doing this? Why? <laughs> Which is so cool. That was awesome. And, yeah, Phil, thanks for the beers and just uh, the perseverance. And, Eric, I think the word proud, ah, ah, that fits. I think that's good. Okay, good. If it's good, Phil, I'm proud of you. It was awesome. Yeah. I think yeah. that's great. That was cool. Phil's a beast for sure. He is. Yeah, by all means. Yeah, that's cool. So as luck may have it, um, you know, here at Vegas Confessions, we try to have as many confessions as we can. And, uh, you know, people write in, people call in, um, and and we all love that. But uh, I will say we love it, especially when one of us has a confession and <laughs> and one of us had a confession. So uh, stand by. Hello. Yes. 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 I, I have a confession. Go on. Go on. Uh, I've, I've kind of sin city. <laughs> All right. So uh, one thing that I thought was kind of pretty cool with the whole thing is we have a confession of our own. And, and you know, being one of the co-hosts of Vegas Confessions, um, I had... I guess, uh, you know, an issue with, with a person, and there just happened to be another podcaster that's a good friend of, of, of the podcast, of mine as well, um, Chris, off Faces and Aces. How you doing? I'm good, man. How are you doing? Living the dream, as they say, you know, trying to get done with the holidays and uh, letting things kind of settle. Hey, thanks for having me on the show, man. I appreciate it. Oh, not a problem. Not a problem. You know, I thought this would be a nice thing to kind of include in the show because, you know, I've told confessions here and there and, you know, other people call in and write in. But Chris and I, for those of you who are listening, <laughs> and, and I guess the word is we, I'll just start to say we're part of the Me Too movement in a sorts. Is that fair to say? I, it's pretty soon to talk about it, man. I don't know. I still need a couple more sessions of therapy, um, which, by the way, I'm sending you the bill. Oh, sure. Um, sure, sure. I'm yeah. not entirely sure why it's your fault, but, you know. <laughs> There's always got to be one, dude. Yeah, I mean, your HMO is much better than mine, so I just figured, yeah, you know, sure. maybe you guys cover it. Sure, sure. Yeah. No, yeah, I'll just put that on the Vegas Confessions account, and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see where Lori's do with it. So we'll go forth from there. But, <laughs> but uh, so this kind of stems back from, for those of you who know, or those of you who don't know, we actually, a couple weeks ago, we had an Ocean's 14 uh, XL trip that we went out to actually it was about three weeks ago now come looking at the time um and uh, it was a blast number one i will say chris you know seeing you again and and everything involved just just had a great time we had some great people went to great events uh and and it was just fantastic um it was funny because this incident happened on on my last night and i think you had another day in vegas didn't you before you came back your way yeah i had one more day and um this happened saturday night and I took off like super early Monday morning, but this Saturday night was the, was pretty much the last night that I could party up because I knew I had to go to bed early on Sunday night. So Saturday night was was the party night. Yeah, and you know, and I think it was a party night for everybody. I believe everybody was kind of in the right the right vibe and the right frame of mind. And so, uh, right. And so this is what this is what unfolded, ladies and gents. 
So we ended up, um, we had a dinner at Oscars. We had some of the things going on. And uh, Chris and I were going to meet up with some people down at the Main Street Station down that way. And they were going to go down and gamble. And we're kind of wandering around. And I think we had somebody new that was in in the group, too, that's never been there. So it was kind of neat having them kind of introduced to what that was. Um, right, and, Chad was there. Right, exactly, which I thought was yeah, really cool. Yeah, he was cool. throwing the dice with everybody. Yeah, great guy, actually. It was really cool. Great meeting him for the Good first guy. time. Yeah. Good guy. Um, so we're wandering around. Of course, you know, I'm, I'm not you know huge table guy. You know, everybody knows that. And Chris is like, well, hey, let's party up to the bar. Let's do some video poker. I'm like, yeah, perfect. You know, that's my speed. So we went up to the bar, and we sat down, and we did video poker. And, and this is where you're going to have to help me kind of piece things in because I think I was a little bit more in the bag than you were, sir. In fact, I, I can say I know I was a little bit more in the bag than you were. I think you were about two sheets to the win. You weren't quite three sheets. Sure, sure. Fair. But I, I'd, say, fair. I'd go with uh, two sheets to the win. And me, uh, typically I'm not a big drinker in Vegas, but given that it was Saturday night and we were walking around and I, I knew I didn't have to drive, I thought, hey, man, I can have a couple beers here and there, you know, enjoy the enjoy the drink like everybody else. So uh, I probably was like maybe half a sheet. Uh, that's win. fair. So you're like a bounty sheet. Let's say it that <laughs> Like a little baby blanket. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> With my binky? Yeah, yeah. I'm not a big drinker. You're a grown man, binky. So we belly up to the video poker bar, and there was a a gal there that was, you know, she was drinking. And I would say if I was two sheets and you were a half a sheet, I would say she probably was about eight sheets in, roughly. (laughs) She was like a truckload of blankets to the wind. Oh, my God. She was leaning up on the bar with her elbows. And as we approached the bar, we were looking for two spaces next to each other to play. And all the seats were full except for two seats at the video (laughs) to play video poker, one on each side of her. Yes. Yes. And so that's, we picked that. We figured this was going to be the best thing to do. You know, we're still, we can still talk. We're still close. And, you know, so, you know, I took one side and, you know, Chris took the other side and we, we began to play. And I think it went south because, you know, whenever I meet people, I'm always interactive. You know, you socialize, you're like, Hey, where are you from? What's your name? How you doing? How's your winning? You ever been here before? Yada, yada, yada. And I started that conversation to a certain point. And Chris was kind of quiet in the beginning. He was, you know, on the other side doing his, doing his thing. And um, the more I got into the conversation, asked her what was what, it was obvious that she was <laughs> little, little not all there. And and I believe words like, hey, women want dick too. Um, you know, people forget it. we have a vagina. I've got a vagina. I love my vagina. And she went on this, this rampage of just, you know, it's been three years and I'm in Vegas and I want cock and this and that. And it was just... It, this whirlwind of, and again, granted, I had drinks in me, so it, it, I just remember cocks and vagina terminology floating through my head. I, did you catch any of that on your side at all? You know, okay, so we sat down, and right off the bat, she's talking to you. And, you know, that's part of the fun thing about Vegas. Whenever somebody strikes up a conversation, you never know where that conversation is going to go. And so you engage. You have a good time. You know, hanging out with strangers is part of the Vegas experience. So I'm just chilling. She's striking up a conversation with you, and I'm catching every word that she's saying. I'm catching every word that you're saying, and I'm just kind of like sitting on the to the right of her with her back to me, her having a full conversation with you, and I'm just sitting there like that John Stewart meme with popcorn, <laughs> just watching the events unfold as she's hitting on you really, really heavily. Pretty and aggressive. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I'm just enjoying – I'm just enjoying watching it play out as you backpedal. 
God, dude. If you could, if you were backpedaling in, a, in like a duck boat, you would have like crossed the pond in about two seconds. And I was enjoying watching you squirm while at the same time making sure that things didn't get out of hand. So I did have your back, right. but I was watching. I was enjoying the show. Oh man, and much appreciated for that too, because you know, it, as whether as drunk as I was or not, the reality is I am faithful as as the peer driven snow to my wife. I love her through and through. I'm not that guy that says, well, everything in Vegas stays in Vegas. That's not me. And I don't do that. It's just what it is. But at the same time, I'm not confrontational either. And (laughs) and I can't really stand up and go, excuse me, ma'am, that's some pretty tough language. I don't appreciate it. I'm going to go this way and do my thing. Like, that's not in the cards either. Yeah, you're a polite dude. Yeah, so you got to figure out that how, you know, my wife says, polite she also says you, you're a sucker you know you're nice and when they know you're nice it da, 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 and you can you know end up in situations i've never ended up in those situations but i can see what she's saying and i you know i know where the line is it, and we're going to talk about the line by the way because it came very abruptly here shortly in the story <laughs> uh, so as she's talking about this again it was pretty bad and and this is where i'm a little cloudy it i just i remember trying to disengage i remember like oh okay and, I, and I'm, I'm trying to pay attention to the game. And, you know, she's playing, I think, halfway, you know, on what she was doing. And and she said something about, God, what was it? It was something about packages or do you guys have big cocks? And wow, she, she was she was showing off her Halloween costume. Oh, for that's right. Because at a certain yes. point, um, I saw that the conversation was getting a little bit out of hand, so mm-hmm. I injected myself into the conversation, making it clear that you weren't there by yourself. Perfect. I was there, too. We, we were together, so I started like talking to you over her. She kind of pieced it together in her drunken haze and go, oh, these guys are together. And so she started showing her Halloween costume from that year where she dressed up <laughs> as a UPS driver. That's right. And she had on the brown shirt, the brown shorts, and she thought it would be really funny if she wore super tight brown shorts and she had a cock. Mm, correct. That she draped down the right side of her leg and, you know, the tightness of the shorts showed the imprint of it. And there she is in the picture mm. holding it. <laughs> it. It's coming. Now it's starting to come back to me. Now I realize yeah. that. Now I understand the picture. Yeah, that's exactly where that led down to. Oh yeah. man, that's a, that's a picture I've been trying to forget. I've been <laughs> drinking every night again, working through working through it in therapy, and um, you know we made a lot of progress. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad I forgot it. Obviously, thanks for reminding me. Now it's in my mind. That's just fucking fantastic. So that's exactly how it started. Number one, thank you, man, for coming into that because that really helped. Because now she's kind of she's off my grid to a certain point. Now she's both, and I'm like, okay, worst case scenario, we can just both walk away and not worry about it. She's going to get the hint, and everything's going to be cool. Yeah. Yeah. On that time frame, there was talk about cocks and big cocks and how big your cock is, and it came soon after that picture, and she reached... Well, she, well it's because she wore her cock to the right. 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 That's, that's, that was her choice. Right. She said, should I wear it to the left? Should I wear it to the right? Most guys wore it on the right, yeah. so that's what she chose. How and then do she you guys us. wear it? Yes. Yeah. And so that's when the Me Too movement happened. And she reached to my little lap and she grabbed me. And she goes, Oh yeah. And then I'm 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 at awe. I have no clue what to do. I'm I'm just looking and I look over and she takes the other hand, she reaches over Chris and grabs his. And like, oh yeah. 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 Wait a minute. She had us both at the same time. No, like and you teased? were right after. I mean, I was. I was. She must have been a lefty, evidently, because she got me first. But then she reached over and she grabbed you and. 
<laughs> and I remember, I, I might have been drunk, but I remember the look on your face. It was almost like you were still trying to concentrate on the video game. And the minute you felt her hand, you just popped up and you looked straight ahead. <laughs> you didn't know what to do with what was going on. And then, and then she takes him away. And then you just you just look at me and I'm looking at you. We're like, uh, did this did this just happen? Is this just going on right now? I don't know how to feel. I think I look at you and I say, dude, I think I just got me too. <laughs> and I had no idea that she grabbed you. Yeah, like, yeah, no, she grabbed me too. Said, me yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was it was both of us. She just, I, I, you know, quick hand movement. What makes a whole end of the story wrapped up is the whole time she was there, she made it believe that she was there either with girlfriends or on her own one way or another. Again, you know, sex not for this and that. And she had a vagina and she needed to use it and she can use it wherever she wants to. And that's what she's there for. And then all of a sudden, here comes this guy. And he walks up behind her to get more money or a card or something. It was her husband, of all people, that she was there with. And he was out on the tables doing their thing. But but the best part about it is he was this happy-go-lucky, yeah. jolly, round yeah. Filipino dude. <laughs> like, you know how, like, Filipinos just got that happy face? Yeah. This dude had that happy face, and he just comes bouncing up to us, and he's wearing a T-shirt that says, free lumpia with an arrow pointing down to his cock and for those who don't know lumpia is like a filipino egg roll so this guy comes rolling up on us and i look at his shirt and i just start crying point at him i'm like cracking up at his shirt and then he's like oh yeah hey honey and then i go oh my god this this, this is the husband oh, my god. oh jesus christ yeah, exactly and you know and and of course well, i felt completely awkward as all hell because even though i didn't do anything even though we were just we were just there, just as innocent bystanders, somehow I felt dirty, and I don't know why. I don't know why that came about. <laughs> but anyway, that is uh, that is our confession of what we uh, we shared. And sir, you know, if I got to say, if I'm going to share a Me Too movement with anybody else, I want it to be you. I mean, it's just you know, it just makes me feel good in my heart that that's that happened. You know, aside from all the therapy. You know, yada, yada, yada. I, yeah. I don't know if I should be honored or horrified, but <laughs> honestly. Um, but yeah, dude, it's, it's another one of those Vegas stories where you just kind of like, what the hell just happened? And yeah, I'm glad I'm glad I got to share a little bit of uh, mutual groping with you. Buddy. <laughs> That's awesome. So there's one. There's a confession for the books. Chris, thank you for coming on, man. Um, I wouldn't say I hope to have that experience with you again, but I hope to at least see you again. That'll work. <laughs> Thanks for having me on, man. I appreciate it. Cheers, bud. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I, I've had my <laughs> cock grabbed in nicer places. That's all I can say. Yeah, there you go. Fair. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, Main Street isn't the greatest place. Was not, you know, it's not bad. But um, yeah, I guess just more surprising than anything, you know. And it was yeah. one of those we just got up and walked away and went, oh, okay. Well, that happened. You've never... You've never had a, a hooker get a little aggressive <laughs> trying to close a deal? Oh, I have. You know, your last call of the night type thing. They're short of money for whatever the quote is for the day. But right, I, I right. will say I never had a person who literally had both hands going and just just a normal, you know, I don't think she was a hooker. I think that's what was surprising than anything. And then come to find out, like, Chris didn't know she was grabbing my cock the same time that she was grabbing his. I thought that was interesting. Don't you hate when that happens? <laughs> I, don't you hate when that happens? That's like, yeah. 
Well, at the time, it was it was an awkward feeling. So there you go. Anyway, uh-huh. <laughs> anyway. you see both of you guys just standing there, eyebrows up, <laughs> eyes wide open, like. Uh... So you're not you're not really wiener cousins. Maybe you're like. I don't know, wiener <laughs> cousins or something like that. Is that an official oh, term, God. wiener cousins? We should get shirts that say that. Jesus Christ. I think you should. I think you should. <laughs> We're almost connected. You know, but not to say that, that the Ocean's 14 trip went like that. It wasn't all like that, any stretch of imagination. Um, I, I think. I mean, kinda, it kind of it went like that. Well, in, I guess in a hypothetical sort of way, some of us got <laughs> fucked in certain ways. Some of us did it. But, uh, you know, and I wasn't there. I'm going to let you kick it off, right? Because I came in on Friday. I was not there. I think you flew in Thursday, right? Yeah, I came in Thursday night, but nothing, I mean, that it flew in and went to bed. Everything started uh, Friday during the day. Uh, I think the, well, so I think the kickoff was at, um, was it the, the scooters? I on, think on I, Friday? I didn't, uh, on Friday. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't participate in that. I went to the arts district, um, walked around there and then met back at the plaza, uh, afterwards. I think while everybody was out, uh, doing the scooters, uh, I'm trying to bring up the itinerary. Bear with me a second. No, you're fine. Well, you bring that up. Um, you know, so I drove in on Friday and this was the one time that I decided, you know, I kind of got on the limb a little bit. It was partially my fault because I, I wasn't sure if I could make the trip. You know, I, I was, you know, with Julian and, and, you know, what you had going on, I was kind of almost right there on that edge, you know, between work and, you know, God, am I going to make this? So yeah. I kind of drug my feet really getting a place reserved, which means, you know, everything goes up basically. So I went on the whim and I've been reaching out to a few little boutique motels type thing. And I, I knew about one and they had just renovated. Actually, it's a, it's an old used to be, I think the Ruba and it's on Las Vegas Boulevard. And this is kind of what's happening in Vegas slowly. It not really gentrifying, but you know, as it gets more popular as they they need more hotels they need more stays, it, it's, you know, downtown's getting further downtown each way. The strip is getting a little further, the strip each way type thing. And so this big hotel chain came in, renovated this place, um, really did a good job, I will say, for the most part, on the surface. And I'll explain why. <laughs> what that means. That they put cut, they painted everything, they pools, renovated rooms, they got a bar, they got a grill, there's a, a wedding chapel hooked onto it, whatever. Um, so I decided to go ahead and check into that. And uh, it's a great room. However, just so I don't have to tell a story later on, you still can't change a 1950s room that was built in 1950. You, unless you go through and replace all the insulation and make everything noise proof, you could hear the first night all the arguing, the screaming, the fighting, the doors, the cars, everything that was going on. Really nice what they did to it. But at the same time, you can't change the location of where it's at. And that's the problem, you know. So, you know, it was a good experience, but I probably wouldn't have it again, you know, honestly. Um, and I got in there, I think, right after the scooter, uh, the scooter ride. I pulled, in, I think, around four, four thirty. Um, but I did hear from like Dennis and uh, I think Dennis, who was it? I think Chris. Um, a lot of people. I think there were five or six of them. And they loved it. You know, they enjoyed what they did. They it was cool. They did a little strip thing, and then they were all dropping them off when we. 
men at the mint. So that was kind of the, that was a Friday, you know, kind of start everything. Yeah. Everybody said they had a great time that participated in it. I mean, overwhelmingly. So, uh, I have no firsthand experience, but there were nothing but smiles at the mint talking about it. So, uh, to everybody who participated, glad you enjoyed it. And, uh, maybe next time. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, so we all met up at the mint. Um, the cool thing with that is, and like I mentioned before, it's always neat to see new people. And I know Chad and, J- and Jules, you were one that kind of caught us up on the pilot, right? That was going to yeah. meet us there? Yeah. Jamie. Jamie. Yeah, he was a hell of a nice guy. Really nice guy. Yeah, it was so cool. cool. He was bummed out because it's like, oh, Julian's not here and I know that, but it's still great to see you guys and see these, you know, I got one night layover and to see everybody come. They were kind of the first ones that kind of hung out at Mint waiting for everybody to kind of show up and, and get into the mix of everything. Um, and and it just, you know, it's always when you meet new people, it's really cool because they become, you know, friends and, and you know, people you see, you put the face on them and, and it's just, it's awesome. You know, so every trip's the same way and it just kind of grows and gets bigger and it's really kind of neat, you know. But um, we did the mint, and like I covered before, they did the the drink contest, which went well. You know, Vegas Confessions did not get it. However, not the end of the world. It's still cool. I think that it's neat that we opened up to other people in our group and social media and everybody that wanted to do it. And again, that's a big Chris thing. You know, he kind of set that up, and uh, and I think it turned out very well. Um, the owner, you know, was very accommodating for the most part. Um, and then we left there, and I think Eric went to uh, dinner. It was Herbs and Rye, I believe, right? Yep, Herbs and Rye. So uh, we had a 7.30, I think it was. Um, I think we had a 7.30 reservation. The key to that being during their happy hour, uh, which I think runs from 5 to 8, all of their steaks are half off. Right. Nice. And so we were broken up into two tables that were right next to each other. Um, and it was like a tale of two cities. I mean, um, so <laughs> That's nice I think say, yeah. if, you were, if you were to ask one table how everything went, they would tell you the place was awesome and they can't wait to go back. And if you were to ask the other table how everything went, we would tell you we're not interested in going back to that place. Wow. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I agree to that. And I didn't know that till the next day. Um, one thing I will say about herbs and rye, and mm-hmm. if you – and I think this is fair to say. They have their happy hour between 5 and 8, which you're right on that side, Eric. And there's two stars next to some of the meals, you know, and, and most of them are steak. And then I think the uh, clams and there's some of the things that they have these two stars by. That represents that that's happy meal. So literally it's 50% off the steak. If I was to go to Herbs and Rye, not during Happy Meal, looking at some of the prices for some of the steaks, I don't think I would go. Is that fair to say? Or well, is that off? I mean, I, I, I think that was the general consensus, but a steakhouse in Vegas, you know, they're, like I'm a big fan of Gordon Ramsay steak at Paris. Sure, sure. I spend, I spend more there than I would for the full price at Herbs and Rye, but you can't compare the two. Um, yeah, but the product when it's done, though, when you look at Gordon Ramsay. I'm, I'm saying mean, that the product is not the same. It's yeah, not. Okay. It's not. And, and everything from the ambiance to the service to the actual meat to um, just none of it. None of it is really um, on on par. I, you know, I think for a off strip steakhouse, 
if the service was good, I think we would have been happy with it. Um, wow. Should I should I tell the story? I mean, I I think it's it's um, yeah, please. Enough. All right, okay. <laughs> so so here's what happened uh, at my table. Uh, I don't know. There's like six or eight of us, and Kyle uh, whispers Vegas and myself were at the end, and Kyle had ordered um, a French onion soup, and I ordered a French onion soup, and. When one was ready, they came out, they brought it out, and they actually served it to Kyle. Okay, no problem. Well, five minutes go by, ten minutes go by. Mine doesn't come out, and I haven't seen the waiter, and it's it's really not a big deal. But by the time the waiter comes, you know, now we're expecting the steaks to be coming soon. So I said to the waiter politely, I said, look, it's really not a big deal. My soup never came. Can you just take it off the bill? Did he say no soup for you? No, he, no, he <laughs> turned into topic. like a uh, timeshare sales pitch person. What? Because yeah, so uh, so when they gave Kyle his soup, apparently that was supposed to be mine, and his was supposed to come later. And he's like, "Well, we made the soup. You should really have the soup." And I was like, "I, I don't." And it's almost maybe a little Seinfeld esque, right? <laughs> Where I was like, "Well, I, I don't." want the soup now he said, but it's a really good soup you have to have the soup we're going to bring you the soup and I, said, I, I i don't want the soup so all right he disappears and then he comes back i don't know five minutes later still no soup with a sales pitch that i should have the soup and i said to him i was like look i don't want to be rude to you but the steak's going to be here in a minute i don't want the soup you didn't bring it like this shouldn't be a big deal and he turns to Kyle and he says to Kyle, you know, you took his soup. It's really kind of your fault. Shut up. Oh, my God. What the fuck? And really? if you saw the look on Kyle's face, I mean, I can I can close my eyes and I can see it now. Like, it was it was just like, we, we, no. we have an issue at this point. <laughs> okay. So Kyle oh, like smiles and he's like, it damn. was kind of my fault. So now the running joke is everything is kind of Kyle's fault. Okay. Like, listen, the soup didn't come. I'm not making a big deal about it. Nobody's like really upset, but you know, when you tell Kyle it's his fault, when, you know, your employee served the soup to him that he ordered. Uh, all right. Not, not the yeah. best way to handle it. Okay. So now we make it abundantly clear. I don't want the soup. The waiter disappears again. Somebody shows up three minutes later with the soup, and they're like, "Okay, who gets the soup?" So now, now it's did, did Cal say me? <laughs> so I so I turned to the guy who's now bringing the soup, and, and I said, I, "There's some misunderstanding. Nobody here wants the soup. It's it's fine. Thank you anyway." And we get one more sales pitch on how I should have the soup. So it it was like. I, I don't think I can convey how it was frustrating and comical at the same time. I feel y'all like you have a timeshare in soup at this point. Is that it, really? It is really that, is yeah. That, it, okay. It, and you know what? It's not even like a good week. It's like <laughs> I can't trade it for it's anything. It's on Wednesdays. It's just, it, but but they were but they were closed. They were they were trying to close hard on the soup. So finally, he says, "All right, I'll take the soup off the bill." And they bring and they bring the steaks, which were okay. I mean, it was it was really nothing special, um, nothing I'd ever go out of my way for. And if I'm staying on the strip to go there, you're going out of your way for it. 
So, mm. um, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I could see why locals would like it. You know, they don't want to be on the strip anyway. You can get right, a half price right. steak. Right. Maybe Somewhere the out. cut that yeah. we got wasn't the best. The other table, your table seemed to really like it, right? Yeah, no. And, you know, and I didn't have the steak. Actually, I had a toothache I had an appointment for, and I, I, you know, didn't have, I don't want to, I couldn't eat a steak. So I had the clam linguine. It was really good. Um, most everybody else had had their meal. I was watching what was going around, and it all looked delicious. I mean, I know Chris Kim ate his. He had a steak. <laughs> everybody I, I, on your table. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I, you know, and then. And I, you know, you know, let me, let me. But we didn't order the soup. soup. <laughs> if we ordered the soup, it would have been a whole thing with the soup, and it would have been both. A whole thing. Yeah, yeah. So, so Dr. Kev was kind of jumping back and forth. He was originally at your table. He right, came right, to right. sit with me for a <laughs> yeah. while and talk. And he wound up going home sick that night. So I, I'm, oh, I'm, wow. did he so have the soup? I'm not saying uh, he didn't have, <laughs> did he have, <laughs> this really feels like Larry David is involved in this episode. So, uh, he did not have, he did not have the soup, uh, but uh. he definitely went, he definitely went home ill. Uh, I have no way to know if it had, anything to do with herbs and rye i am not even alleging it had to do with herbs and rye i'm just stating the facts and you know those are the facts ma'am those are the facts those, those are the facts yeah I, w- I will say so, that <laughs> that evening was yeah kind of your fault yeah kind of damn it kyle you know and it had to been your birthday too well we got the whole birthday thing going on which would jan set all that up and they brought out uh, donuts i think right is what they well, and they right, shared so back it was, and forth. Oh, you had to see the look on the waiter's face when he found out that it was <laughs> Kyle's birthday that he was bringing donuts. After he pissed in Kyle's soup, and now he's so, bringing up donuts. So, so, like, he came over, and if you could get like a half-assed apology without apologizing, that was it. that's that's what he did. But it was like, oh, it, I mean, it, it it was the tension was palpable i mean wow. it was definitely like just hanging over the table we're like let's get the, the fuck out of here tension was as thick like, as soup god that's awful <laughs> apparently so uh, you guys are leaving so. he's like you guys come back <laughs> clam chowder friday <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so, so oh. we left herbs and rye oh. and uh the next stop was palace station where service issues i guess continued well okay i'll let you cover that i i will say i did retire for the night because i was not feeling good so we get to palace station and this the way that it broke out i mean this should be like a great blackjack table for me so dr kev was there um who actually drove us over to palace station thank you for the ride um, and then, uh, Saul, Las Vegas junkie was there. Um, Chris Kim, uh, myself, and we're, we're hanging out playing pitch blackjack, double deck blackjack. And I don't know how this happened, but, um, I'm Delta 12, hard 12 Yeah. dealer dealer has a six up. The whole table tucks their hand, right? I mean, dealer six showing, unless you have an 11 or under, there's no there's no other way to play it, right? Right. All right. So then she flips over Dr. Kev's hand to the left and then pays him. And she flips over my hand, and I didn't hit. And when she flipped over my hand, I don't know what she mixed it with. All of a sudden, there's four cards. 
What? Which which equal like twenty four? Hmm. Uh, oh, so well, I, you I lost the important part. The, de- the dealer <laughs> broke, right? So the dealer broke. Yeah. Dealer puts out the hand, pays Doctor Kev, goes to take my money. I said, "What's going on?" She said, "Oh, you broke." I said, "How could I break? I had a twelve and I tucked it. There's no way to break." And she is showing me these four cards that equal twenty four. And I said, well, there's a mistake because, I, I I mean, you know, listen, I didn't hit a hard 12 into a dealer six. And she's like, no, there's four cards here. And I'm like, you know, now I'm like, well, all right, you know, just get the floor because, you know, yeah. they can they can use the eye in the sky and just see that you're wrong. Well, now she's giving me an attitude. Oh, shit. Now, right. So Gina... Uh, who I mentioned earlier, she's like coming to my defense. She wasn't even playing. She's like standing behind us. She's w- with Jadan and Randy. She's like, no, the whole table talked. I watched the whole thing. Like, what are you, what are you talking about? And she's getting nasty with me, the dealer. <laughs> and I was like, we don't, we don't need to do this. Just get them to check the eye. Yeah. So she calls the floor over. He comes over. He takes a look at it. He says, what's going on? And she says, he's got 24, he broke, and I'm taking his losing bet. It's like how she explained it. And And he looked at me, and I was like, no. I was dealt a hard 12. She had a six showing. I tucked the cards to stay. And I don't know where those cards came from because I only had two. And I said, I'd appreciate it if you'd call upstairs and have them take a look because I know I didn't take a card. So like he looks around and like, I didn't have a lot of money out there. It's whatever the table minimum was, 15, whatever. So he, so he says to her, all right, put his bet back out. Now pay it as a winning bet. Like he didn't even bother calling the eye. Like he didn't bother calling surveillance. It was just like cut and dry. And he was like, don't, you know, don't even worry about it. But she was like, nasty. And this is palace. That's what gets. uh, uh. So this is like, this is like the third negative interaction that I'm having. And I'm like, (laughs) sir, maybe you have a problem. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and, and usually like when somebody has a problem with all these different things, it's probably that person. Like I will own whatever I do that creates an issue. This is not what this is. No, yeah. this is just no, no, I don't think so. Just up and down, like you just got bad, bad luck, dude. <laughs> bad service. So, like, I color it up. Like, you know, it's it's one thing to lose. It's another thing to lose when you're like being treated badly. Like, I I couldn't live <laughs> with myself if I gave them money after that. So I sat there with. Saul and I sat next to Dr. Kev for a little while and you know like I watched them play and a lot of people were just done with Palace Station so we Ubered back to the plaza like we just we just wanted to be done it uh it was an early end to that night um Friday was weird I, I think, I, the think. Re- yep. I think the renovations look great I think they did a lot of good things in there um and I just had one bad interaction with one dealer so I don't want to I don't want to disparage the place, um, but you know, it wasn't. Uh, it was a good game that they were spreading. I just, you know, I wasn't feeling it, so uh, uh, I called it a night on Friday. Yeah, and I think 
that was the end of that. Um, what happened Saturday morning? Where did you start? Well, Saturday. So, you know, Saturday was one of those things where I went back again early Friday because I wasn't really feeling the par. Um, and again, I was in a, in a really nice motel boutique that evidently <laughs> had uh, paper thin walls throughout. And I, I had one family fighting across from me and another family fighting. I didn't know the language. I assumed they were fighting. Maybe they were just, maybe they just speak loudly and madly at each other in whatever language they had. I'm not too sure. Um, they were just enthusiastic about their Vegas experience. Was that what it was? I didn't bother to ask. I was going to knock on the door, but I didn't want to open that can of worms. So I got about three hours sleep on Friday. So I woke up. I think my head popped off the pillow earlier than it ever has been or ever did in Vegas ever. I, I was up like at 530. I was like, all right, got to go. Got to do something. And so we had the donut thing going on, though, in the morning. We had the mm-hmm. donut run. Yeah. So I met you guys at uh, Plaza. And uh, parked the car there because we knew we had the po- the live podcast later on that day. Just easier. I had everything loaded into the back. And because I had a sword in the back of my car, um, I wanted to make sure that I was parked somewhere that was going to be, you know, w- wouldn't stand out necessarily. Uh, and then we went to uh, we went to the donut bar. And I, I don't know, man. I don't know what your opinion is. But I was really surprised because there was a line out the door. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. To get into this place. I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, so I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to come off as the guy who shits on everything. <laughs> I thought that place was cool. I, I, it was. I mean, yeah. I, yeah. I thought what they do is really cool. They had a nice seating area outside in the back. Um, yeah, it, it was. Um, it was not like going to Dunkin' Donuts back home. It no. was. Uh, no, not at all. It was. It was a different yeah. experience. The food was good. I think everybody had a good time. Yeah, I think so. You know, they had really good. And I and I think you know the the plethora of donuts that I didn't even know that you could even make a donut out of. That right. was what was more surprising. You know, and Jules, I know you've been there before, so you kind of had a knew what they had and was they even had a Homer Simpson donut that I think you actually posted, didn't you? Yeah, we tried a lot. I tried a lot of their donuts. Uh, I went there with Trooper. We actually ran into Kyle and Sarah and the baby there, and we. Uh, we actually discovered while we were looking at stuff the third time I was there. In the back, they have a bunch of donuts, every version of donuts, but topped with bacon. So every donut they have, basically up front, they have the version in the back, all topped with bacon. Oh God, I don't know if that's bad or good, but that's that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's not that far actually. For those of you who have never been there, it's uh, kind of just on the side from Fremont East. If you go down Fremont East and walk. Kind of like you're going towards Atomic and then hang a right. It's just on the backside. And it's like a, a corner across from Eats, I think, right? Because you and um, Eric, you and your wife, I think, went to Eats. Uh, with Mike C. and Gina. Yeah. Right. The four of us. It was going to be the five of us. wound up being the four of us. Yeah, I don't uh, like yeah, lines. We went, to, we like, went yeah. to eat and got protein after uh, – the donut bar. <laughs> the donut bar. I was going to hang in there, but I had some stuff I had to do. I was like, you know what? I got to wait to see. I'm like, ah, I'm going to go somewhere else. Um, so I ended up going back to the plaza. And then we set up for the um, the live podcast. And so I yep. told Eric ahead of time, I was like, okay, just so you know, you know, I, I've got, I miniaturized my set, you know, kind of what we, you know, do live podcasts on. So there's not a lot of, you know, I don't have a little duff bag after roll in, but yeah. I did have a couple mic stands and I had a sword. Yeah. Not a real sword, but I had a sword. But you know, I don't think Eric. I don't think you knew that it kind of looked like a sword. 
Um, <laughs> and you're like, well, I'll go with you. I'll go up there and I'll pick that up. And the minute I opened my truck, he's like, yep, that looks like a sword. And we brought everything down into the plant. We did talk to the security guard beforehand, however, and made sure that the yep. you know he was kind of okay with everything going on, especially with the luck of what we've already well, had. Well, we were <laughs> so uh, sight unseen. All I know is that we are going to carry a sword through a casino via the parking lot, parking yes. garage. I wanted to make sure there was a discussion <laughs> with security up front. So it was shaped like a sword, but it was. It was very clear to anybody who would take a closer look that it was a toy. Right. Close look. But, yeah, yeah. Right. But but just based on um, Vegas current events, history. I, I yeah, well, <laughs> just just based on current events, I thought it would be wise to have a security guard that we had spoken to ahead of time that knew that it would be carried through and it really wound up being a non-issue like nobody nobody even gave us a second look Did, didn't even didn't even look you know and i was really kind of not really surprised but it was nice just to kind of roll into uh pop up pizza and do that and so a big kudos i'll say is jules to you brother man it was really cool for you because you actually had the connection with mike uh the manager from pop-up to say yeah. hey we're gonna do this we're a new live podcast and you even though you couldn't come you set that up and and we thank you because it was that was it was really cool yeah, man, all good people from the donut part to Papa Pizza. I mean, just good people who are genuinely looking to have a good time. So, you know, what better opportunity and places to have our group go and experience? So, that's all my mindset is to expose everybody to what we like. You know what I mean? So, yeah, good. I'm glad you guys had a good time and a good interaction. Yeah, no, it was really, really cool. Um, we set up in the corner, and uh, we actually had Eric actually lined up a few guests on that. And Eric, I mean, I know they heard about it, but if you want to talk kind of how you got him into the into the mix of things, one I didn't even know, I didn't even know one of them had that they had a podcast going on, and I listened to it, and it's kind of funny. It's kind of neat the little stories they kind of banter back and forth with. No, they're they're good. So. Uh, the first guest was Scott Robin from Vital Vegas, who uh, all of our listeners should know. Uh, always a great guest, and he allowed me he allowed me to keep asking questions that he didn't want me to ask. <laughs> um, uh-huh. Yes, he did. And, and, I, and I think I think from that moment on, we will always be connected. So uh, thank you, Scott. Um, next we had, uh, the two guys from two morons talking about casinos and stuff. Uh, that was T-Bag and Spike, yeah. uh, who I Good accidentally guys. called T-Bone on the way out. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, <got that. laughs> I, I think, I think they have a great show. I love yeah. it. Um, they're two floor supervisors at a mid strip property that, uh, I have frequented in the past so, and, uh, they're good guys. They're so, funny. It's uh, it's a good show. You should check it out. Yeah. And I'll, I'll just real quick, I'll, I'll quip on that. I, I didn't hear the show beforehand. Um, you know, after meeting them, which was a surprise and, and it was a recommendation from Ed, I believe, you know, Hey, you gotta yeah. check these guys out, you know, da da da. And so I listen to one of those podcasts and, and again, I, you know, I'm not huge into the strictly, you know, we're going to talk about gambling and all the statistics and the odds and this is what you do, but they yeah. really pull different sides of it. You know, they have the stories, they have, you know, they talk about some odds and what's going on, but it, it really just listened to and kind of banner back and forth. And it was funny because the show that I checked out was two of them, actually the one just before they did, they were welcomed on ours live. And they were like, oh, Vegas, something, it's this, it could be that. <laughs> sure, we were. And then afterwards, you know, it was a big thank you for, you know, having them on and, and just what they do with their show. And 
and it's really cool. And I think in the future, you know, we talked about it. It'd be neat to have them on back and forth and, and just good guys. They've been in the business for, God, how long? Did, how many years did they say they were been doing this? I, since I think New they Jersey? said four, 40 years between the two of yeah, them. Between yeah, between the two of them. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Crazy, crazy stuff. So it was neat. It was really cool. And then we had uh, Catherine, who uh, writes under the name Coach Kitty uh, for TravelZork.com. Uh, she's been a friend of mine for a while now. She was in Vegas, um, and I, you know, there were there were a lot of questions from the audience for her. <laughs> there was. Uh, I know. Yeah. I right. know. I know. Like Chris McGowan and Catherine speak the same language, so I knew that was uh, going to be a good <laughs> fit. And then even Scott jumped in, and he had a few. Uh, so that was cool. you know, Catherine was another great guest, and um, you know, look forward to continue. I look forward to continue working with her at travelsork.com. Yeah, she was uh she was really neat. I that's I think the third interaction I had with her and and she, you know, I think she speaks my language too in a certain way. If I'm going to gamble, it's going to be on video poker, low rolling, what can you get? What can you do? And yeah, it was funny because Chris was full of questions and and I and I thought that was kind of And Catherine is full of answers. Yes. yes. Literally yes. Yes. That afraid. Yeah. No, yeah. Catherine has forgotten more than I know about that stuff. <laughs> That's I mean, crazy. That's crazy. For real, she's she's the real deal. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so then that, that was the live show. Did you have anything? Oh, uh, Daniel Ocean. Yeah, we knighted. Yeah. Uh, nice. So dubbed the sword. There wasn't. Yeah. I just in case you guys didn't, why we brought a sword into the podcast? <laughs> that was why. It was to knight him, and uh, he kind of. It was neat. You just seeing him hang. We made him get down on one knee, not both, because you know it was hard tile. But uh, and when you put down on both knees, other things can happen. So one's fine, <laughs> yeah. Okay, but, <laughs> but it was neat. It was really cool. Very cool. The one time I miss it, you guys get Scott on and Coach Kitty, and and not to forget Danny Ocean, man. That guy, I think he broke his record when he was sharing something in the chat with us of his. Fickle dip oh, drinks or whatever dip. they're called. Yeah, he said he had yeah. eight of them. That's pretty funny. Yeah, and actually like, to follow up with that whole thing, not only did he he get eight, they put the little tag on the cup, and I kind of picture yeah. him, the bartender, with the cup, and then he was all bent out of shape because the next day they made threw away the cup. So he <laughs> didn't have a way to actually keep it. <laughs> That's funny. So after – uh, the podcast. I think the next event was supposed to be the downtown cocktail room. And Closed. It turned yeah. out. It turned out they were having a private event. Right. Oh. And the the plaza was very kind and um, gave me more room than I needed, so we turned it into a party at the plaza. And what would you say, Shane? We probably had about fifteen. 12, yeah. 15 people back to the room? Yeah, I think I counted that much. You know, once we got kind of, you know, we got liquor on the main uh, Fremont there and headed up that way. And and it was neat. I, I got to say it was just neat because it's a chance where you actually get a chance to talk to everybody who's there because it's that type of environment. So thank you for inviting us up, by the way. That was really kind of cool. Yeah, but it yeah. was cool. No, no problem. It was, so cool. it was a lot of fun, but I, I have to share. <laughs> Uh, so don't tell um, the story. I think you're going to tell. You're going to tell it, aren't you? So, so uh, I'm going to tell the story. <laughs> I mean, there's no way not to tell the story. So we're 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 all drinking. Everybody's had a few or more than a few, and um, Jadan and Randy probably needed a shout out. But I had so many. I'm I'm just going to 
go with it here. So <laughs> big ups to Jadan and Randy. Always, always a good time. So everybody's drinking. We're having a good time. And um, Jadan <laughs> refers to Randy as a redhead panda. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> which, yeah. which was funny, which was funny in and of itself. Except Dennis, our Midwesterner to be named later, stands up and proclaims, I'm going to fuck me a red panda tonight. Awkward. (laughs) And everybody just starts laughing hysterically. There were some people who actually, I think they did a spit take. Like it was just, I, I can't replicate the timing. But Dennis was very drunk, and this came just on the heels of, you know, Jadan calling Randy a red panda. Uh, the and, look you know, in Dennis, his eyes, well, by the way. I'm going to fuck me a red panda tonight. He had the, the minute he said that, Randy just shot around, and his eyes got big. He's like, what? what? What's happening? <laughs> he had no clue. Yeah. Yeah. So that was <laughs> That was good. That was, uh, that was fun. That, that was, was fun. That was a good time. Um, and then from there, I think we stumbled over to Oscars. Yeah, I think we almost lost track of time till somebody looked at a watch and we we're like, "Oh fuck, we gotta get down. we gotta get downstairs for a dinner time thing." And uh, yeah, 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 we end up going to Oscars. So, so uh, we ran into some more service issues at Oscars. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm gonna say, not at my table, not at my table. No, nope, <laughs> it had nothing to do with the table. It had to do with Kyle getting. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and Kyle also did a lot of work to help with the trip. Yes. And um, yes, he, did. he should be recognized also. Um, but he had an issue with the manager. And it, it, it wasn't, it's not like, hey, you have to wait. It was like, again, you can deliver bad news. It's, it's the way that you deliver it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, he started uh, Twitter something and I, I don't know the whole story. I know, I know there were issues. I know that our server was fantastic. Um, and that's it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, our server was, was if you could rewind time in Vegas 40 years and the people, you know, this old school Chicago guy with the accent still with the hair slicked back that could have been a mafia, but he couldn't make the marathon for whatever reason. Now he's a waiter. <laughs> I, I, that's who we had. I mean, it was just really, and he was right on it. He knew, what do you want? Good. I can get there. I would recommend this. This is good. We'll bring this right out. Good. I wouldn't have that. That's bad. Let's do this. I mean, it was really kind of, it was a good experience, especially in a place like Oscars. Cause that's, it's been there for so long. And the whole atmosphere that Plaza sets up for that place, you know, it uh, it just kind of added to it. And a lot of people at our table kind of commented on that too that it was it kind of added the experience and the atmosphere of what um, what everything was. So anyway, thank you, yeah, Oscars for that. That was awesome. And I think we left there. We decided to do some gambling on the Plaza floor, um, mm-hmm. which you know I well we did high limit actually after that. And so all. Tell a quick story. And by the way, I owe you money, sir. It's coming your way. I just have not had time. And I know that sounds like a loan shark, but, you know, I got you. So uh, <laughs> this guy that I knew or that I, I met, you know, we did with High Lama slots and everybody paid into their, you know, wherever they're going to do. We all took a pool and uh, we're on the floor and I step up to the bar and I'm going to get a get a drink and real quick before I come back. And this guy spins around. He goes, 
he hears my voice and he goes, uh, are you, are you Shane from Vegas Confessions? I go, yeah. He goes, oh my God, that's so cool. I said, we're doing a high limit slot right over here. If you want to join, if you're for the thing. He goes, oh no, no, no. I'm here for family. And you know, we're about to go and see the mob story and we, everything's going on. But he says, here, here's 50 bucks. Put this in the pool for me. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I, I could be Shane. I could not be Shane. I'm not <laughs> sure. <laughs> so I added that in the pool. And the good news was with a high limit that everybody doubled their money, basically. Um, you know, so, sir, I have your money. I will send it your way. But I thought that was kind of cool. And I texted afterwards, you know, he was, um, his whole trip was basically with family. So they had the show and I think they were at Top Golf the next morning and just didn't have a chance to kind of hook up and, and physically, you know, shake your hand and go, Hey, cool. Nice to meet. It was kind of one of those quick little meetings, but, um, but little things like that is cool. Kind of neat to see. So anyway, a little bit of highlight for the whole high limit slots. And I think we got done there. Um, Eric, was there any problems there? I don't want to miss that before we go uh, forth. Well, actually, well, I, I mean, there was like a, a like a, a humorous <laughs> like issue, but I, I have to build it into the story. Oh, okay. So, all right. So we all wanted to play Pi Gow, but the, uh, you know, the plaza has one table and it was full and, you know, we couldn't, we had you know, six people that wanted to play. So we weren't going to wait there. So we took over, there was a high card flush table and, you know, it was empty. So we could get everybody on the high card flush table. Fine. We're playing there. And, you know, it's a sucker game and it's, you know, it's, it's bleeding me slowly, but like, whatever, (laughs) like at least we're together and we're hanging out. And at this point I've stopped drinking because we did a lot of drinking earlier back at the room. I'm I'm drinking diet coke and the waitress comes by and I ordered a diet coke and they bring you it's like a 6 ounce glass with 4 ounces of ice and a little bit of diet coke <laughs> and you know the the plaza plastic cup and I drink it and she goes away and she comes back and she's taking a drink order and I ask for another diet coke and she looks at me and she says I just brought you one <laughs> It's like you're in an airplane is this all I get I just I just brought you one. And, and I, okay. You know, like at, at this point, like this isn't really, a, this is not a big deal at all. It's just funny that like the whole theme of the trip is like just nobody was being treated nicely. Like everywhere uh, it was like, I just brought you one. Okay, fine. But the reality so, was you know, if Chris, you ordered a Coke and Jack, they would have came right after another and nobody would have complained about it. But since you're paying right. an ass, you just ordered a Coke. That's a problem. Right. Yeah. yeah. Diet Coke was a problem. Yeah. So, you know, I, I turned to Chris and I was like, that was a little aggressive. He, he laughed. He was like, yeah, it's a little rough and rugged around here. I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know exactly what were the words he used, but we were like, you know, like we, we wanted to show the plaza some love, but we just decided we were going to go to Main Street Station. But there was a happy ending to go along with this. So, <laughs> Minor so have my attention. <laughs> we're playing the stupid <laughs> high card flush game, and we've decided that it's last hand, right? So the chips that I have in front of me, I basically quadruple the bet that I normally have out there, and I increase the bet on the bonus to five times what I was having out there. And the cart, you know, so now I'm I'm essentially all in right yeah. and 
I get dealt the cards and I look at it and I've got a six card flush with a four card straight flush. I hit, I hit both bonuses and you know, now I got to dig into my pocket to cover the, I don't remember if it was three or four times the base bet I was allowed to put in. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, everything hit and you know, like I just remember saying it's about fucking time. Like this, this trip we needed, we needed something, we needed something good to happen. So, you know, there was the all in moment and just, you know, dumb luck. That's when I caught a real hand, but to get paid required like a lot, like there wasn't, yeah, it wasn't like the dealer just cut the chips and paid you. Oh, like, I was going to say, what do you mean a lot? And we're talking, we're talking under a thousand dollars. I was just going to ask, was it over twelve hundred or something? No, no, no. And twelve hundred means nothing at the table. Yeah, um, no, yeah. But, but I, it was, it was shy of a thousand dollars, and it required like two different people to review and authorize it, and you know, it just, it, it really felt small time. Like it really was. Um, I, I don't I, you know like it I, I'm a strip snob I really am no but and isn't there a standard to that though or is that is it to casino to casino that's, how that's, they pay that's out how, yeah house oh, house okay. by house okay. on how All they right. do okay. it I mean they didn't they didn't question it but just the process to get paid right it was not what I was expecting on under a thousand dollar win uh, mm-hmm. but I was happy to have the win we cashed the money we cashed the chips we went to the cage. Uh, like a large group of us went over to Main Street Station. That's where you got your cock grabbed. Um, I don't know if that's why, you <laughs> yeah. but you know, I already had a plan. Yeah, it's like, or you yeah, know, it's like having a plane ticket. Gonna happen. Yeah, right. Exactly. Well, for you know, for what's good, after I got molested and I had a tear in my eye, I did win like a little bit on a slot machine. So I guess karma says that's okay. I don't know. You icing a fuck you up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Main Street was cool though. But well, good, good. That's good. At least you got some winning somewhat after, you know, which is you know for what the weekend was, you know, for the most part. Um, I actually, so you know, I'll be honest with that. I don't remember a lot after Main Street, huh? Yeah, I think because <laughs> I did not stop drinking when I left Eric's room. I just kind of continued, and uh, we went to Oscars and put some food in our stomachs and had that event, which again was really cool. And then to Main Street. Um, and it was neat bringing other people to me, so like Chad, who's never been there. Um, they just never wandered down that way. So it was kind of neat to introduce them to that. Uh, I like Main Street just because I, I it looks old school. It's got the wood and the the look of, of like an old, you know, not the turn of yeah. the century, but what a, you know what a casino was back when. And and they do a good job maintaining it. There's a good brewery there. Um, so I think it was fun. I think Janet and Randy, I think they won some on the craps table there. If I if I remember right, because they were there towards the end, one of the last things I remember. And maybe it's because I got molested and groped and I blocked it out of my memory. Maybe that's why I don't remember the rest <laughs> of the night. I'm not sure. The so. blood left your brain. Yeah, exactly. But uh, Oh, oh, oh. So it, it didn't happen that night, but I learned something very interesting about Main Street Station from Melanie Book. Mm-hmm. So when you're playing video poker, if you get quads, they give you like a scratch off card. And I had said, I don't remember if it was on this show, if it was on the better life when we were talking about it, I had said, you know, I don't know that I would do it again because, you know, you have to wait until they, you know, like 
your machine basically locks oh, yeah. up like a hand pay for like a $2 scratch off. Right. So Melanie says to me, well, you could just switch games. You can always just go back to that game to show them. So if I was playing jacks or better and I wanted to switch over to bonus poker, I could continue playing, put the service light on, and then whenever they come by, just go back to jacks or better. And there really? you have it. You still get your scratcher without having to you know, wait 10, 15 minutes for somebody to come by. Huh. That's note yeah. to self. That's actually kind of cool. I wonder who that else does that. Cool. Yeah, that's yeah. me. Hmm. But I get it. So, you know, that was kind of the end of – yeah, again, I, I blacked out from, you know, being raped. So uh, I ended up driving back uh, the next day because I had to go back to work. And I think, Eric, you stayed for another day or two, did you not? Yep. Yeah, I was still there Sunday. I met up everybody uh, for brunch at Hash House a go-go. Uh, it, it was fine. There were no issues. Um, Are you sure? <laughs> not, not, not at the restaurant. Everything was fine. There was there was no issue yeah. whatsoever. Um, <laughs> there was um, uh, it doesn't matter. The the restaurant was absolutely fine. So we did uh, hash house a go go, and then later that evening, uh, a couple of us, a few of us, went to Triple George uh, by Downtown Grand for dinner. And you know, I love that place. The bar. That's such a good place. Uh, I, I, I like it there. I like the food. I like the service. I like the way they make drinks there. Um, the problem, not the problem, you know, so there had been so many different service issues on this trip. I think that expectations were really low. Yeah. And they were really good. The food was good. The service was good. Um, everybody felt like their business was appreciated, which was severely lacking on this trip uh, in general, not, not pointing at any one place or another, but you know, just there were a lot of issues and they nailed it. And we walked out of there thinking that triple George was the greatest place <laughs> we've gone in a long time. And upon reflection, I, I, I think they did do a very good job, but I think, you know, the juxtaposition of, like terrible service for three days, and then this made it just seem so much better. Up, up so it top made, level type thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so I mean, we we left Triple George saying like we're definitely like this is going to be like the downtown spot because you know they did everything well. The food was well. The service was great. Like it's it was it was the lone standout of um, like. Very good service, and you know, just it it stuck with us. Yeah. Um, later on, um, I went out with Han from Chicago, and the group of people were meeting at Ellis Island. So Han and I went to Ellis Island to meet up with Chris, Jadan, Randy, Gina. Um, John Blattman was there. If I'm forgetting anybody else, I apologize. I think I am forgetting somebody. Uh, maybe Mike C was there. I'm, I'm not sure, but I think there were seven of us that, uh, showed up to Ellis Island. And at this point, it's probably nine, 10 o'clock at night. And we, uh, so Han and I had already eaten, but everybody else was there to basically have 
dinner at that time. So we figured we would join them. So we go to the restaurant at Ellis Island and uh, we tell the uh, girl up front, it's going to be seven people. And she says, sure, no problem. You know, like Mm -hmm. the place was not busy. And she left us there for, I don't know, like 10 minutes. Like it it was a really long time where we were wondering if they were even still open. Like it was, it really, it wasn't, it wasn't great. And then she seated us and everybody, but Han and I ordered, I think, I think Han and I just had water. We were just kind of hanging out and listening to the events play out of the day. And after about a half hour, Han and I left, but it turns out that the rest of the table didn't get their food for like over an hour after we ordered Damn. And it was just like more, more service issues. So I wasn't there for it. I know that Jadan made a point to mention it. And to her credit, Christina Ellis tried to make it right the day afterwards. Um, and I, you know, the Ellis family has been uh, pretty good to us as a group in general. So I'm not, I'm not, suggesting anybody should avoid eating at Ellis Island. That's kind of what they're known for, but it was just another example. Like no matter where we went with the exception of triple George, it, it was something. And you know, like this was the only, I think this is my only, and I've probably gone, I've got to be North of 50, but, south of a hundred in trips to Vegas somewhere in that ballpark. And this is the first time I've ever like not been at the strip at all. Yeah. And I mean, it was a big difference. It really was. And, you know, I don't, I don't want to make the connection that you should expect bad service downtown, but <laughs> but you know, like almost everywhere, it just, it wasn't good. Honey, I don't know if honey, I love you, I don't know, but yeah. Well, I, is it times are changing, or is it? Uh, I don't know. That's what you should expect. I, I don't know. Um, yeah. I don't know, but yeah. like everywhere we went was something. I think some. And, of, I think some of that's legitimate. To be honest with you, I, I you know, and with Triple George, I I found that place the very first time I went to Vegas, and I fell in love with it the first time I went to Vegas, just because of they do their job. You know, is that. I guess is that bad to say? I I thought it was really good. So this is still Sunday night. When Han and I left uh, the group that was waiting forever for their food at Ellis Island, we went to SLS because I had that second half of the lost rebate that we talked about um, from the Vegas vacation trip. So I had uh, a fair amount of free play waiting for me, and we just wanted to go there. Okay. So I take the uh, loss rebate. I play video poker to run it through. I get my money back and a couple of dollars more cash out. I'm ready to go. And Han, who never plays slots, is now playing slots. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So I, I'm explaining to him uh, that on Lightning Link, when you get into the bonus round, if you fill up all of the different um, coins that would show up on this particular game, 
you win the grand and that was like it at sls it was like a sixteen thousand dollar jackpot well he came really close to filling everything up really yeah but you know i mean you know missing one is the same as missing three or whatever just that's how much he won in the bonus round he drops me off at the plaza and he goes back to i believe he was playing at golden nugget so he's at golden nugget and he is playing locket link oh that's right not lightning link yeah which operates differently so now i filled his head that if you get (laughs) all of the symbols you're going to win the grand prize I get a call at two thirty in the morning from Han, <laughs> and he's playing. By the way, he's playing you the same game. So it was. I, I want to be clear. He did not make a mistake. He was playing a different variation of the game than I've played, and and Locket Link and Lightning Link are not the same game. Right. But on Locket Link, he got the full screen. Mm. So he he thinks that he won the grand. Yeah, and he and he thinks that because I told him that. Please don't say he got an argument with somebody there saying that he no, 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 no. He, okay. he didn't get into an argument, but he didn't win the grand. It's a different game. Oh, okay, right, 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 right. It operates differently. So he's calling me at two in the morning, and he's like, "I, I thought you said I win the <laughs> grand if this happens." And I was like, "It's, a, it's, it's a different variation of what I play. I'm not even sure how Locket Link compares. Like, I'm." I'm sorry. So he had to, they had to get like the slot supervisor down and, you know, he wound up with a nice bonus, but you know, I set him up thinking that he was going to win the grand, which was like a $16,000 jackpot. And he didn't win $16,000. So Han, if I ruined your Sunday night, I apologize. It was good hanging out with you. I like it. Just leave it there. Yeah. I'm sorry if I ruined it for you. Yeah. Good seeing you. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I mean, <laughs> what am I going to do? What else? What else is there to say? Uh, true, true, true. <laughs> that's funny. God, that's funny. I know he was posting pictures of uh, Golden Nugget. You know, the first time I think he stayed there. So he was. Uh, I can't remember what tower he was staying in. So the Rush Tower. Yeah, I, yeah. It, you know, but he walked away with the the same um, takeaway that I had. Strip snobs are strip snobs, and that's it. And I'm not saying that I wouldn't stay downtown again uh, or I wouldn't stay at the plaza again, um, but there's there's just a difference, and I think you just have to own who you are, and I'm a strip snob, and uh, I don't know if there's a support group for us or not, but <laughs> uh, you know, sir, it is I mean, what it is. yeah, exactly. And and the thing is, and there is a, I, I guess that's what you want to get out of Vegas, whether it's strip, whether it's downtown, you know, if you really are a gambler and you're ready to put money on that table, I hear strip just, it doesn't pay off at the same time. There is good gaming available on the strip. It's just at higher denomination. Sure. Sure. Which, you know, in hindsight, knocks the, the, middle income or the average guy that's going to Vegas and he's going to put in a hundred or 400 and lay that down the table. It kind of, maybe it's not in that range for a person like that, but somebody else's, you know, it's a different setup. Well, so I, I could argue that that is Vegas in a nutshell. Yeah. No, right. I see that so, too. yeah. So I, I know the name of the show is Vegas confessions, but if, 
Vegas doesn't appeal to you the way that it used to. There are casinos opening up all over the country. And I found that by going to other destinations, you can better understand what's right for you. Um, we will be going to Biloxi next weekend. I've never been there. I'm interested to see what that's like. And, you know, there'll be the, you know, compare and contrast the whole way through. You know, I, I think, I think it's important that you get the value that you're looking for. And for a lot of people, Vegas might not be it anymore. That might be. That's that true. Be. Then again, on my side, Vegas is, yeah, Vegas is just, it's not all, I'm not the gambler, so there's more to it. But, you know, everybody can take what they want to take out of it and make it work. You know, and in this episode, we, you know, we did a recap, but, uh, you know, for example, you know, Chris, you know, he's a low roller video poker guy. He knows what he is. You know, there are some high rollers. They know who they are and what they want to do. I mean, it's a mix and match of everybody and what they kind of come out of it. And I think that's, that's what kind of, that's what's kind of neat and everybody can you know talk and and be part of that whole conversation and uh see what they grab from it but uh i've got an interesting trip in the books that will uh make for a very interesting compare and contrast a uh, couple of us are headed out to macau in march i heard so yeah yeah, yeah i'm i'm excited to see uh what Vegas looks like by comparison to Macau standards or Man, vice versa. I would just go to Macau for the lights and what everything looks like because that has blown up like in the last six years, eight years compared to what it was before. I, I just looking at the pictures, I, Bogan was talking about it. It's just amazing, you know, what, the, yep. what they have there and available. I mean, I, that's, you know, I just want around thinking, oh, this is neat. This is like a tiny, tiny Vegas slammed in this tiny area. So, yeah, I don't think it's so tiny. Touche. So um, that was kind of the trip. Uh, you know, I imagine you hit a couple of places on the way out, but uh, it sounds like Eric kind of topped it off. And, and you know, again, I'll say it time and time and again, it was not the trip that I usually have because my brother was not by my side. And Jules, I'm, I wish you would have been there. You know, I know sometimes, you know, all of us miss this sometimes. But um, it was fun. It was fun. And it was all a memory of you, man. Well, I will say I learned a couple of things. I mean, you took a gambler, or you took a gamble, Mister. I never gamble with your boutique <laughs> hotel choice. And right. we learned also if you want some shitty customer service and you want to be molested, you can head downtown. Also, Eric doesn't want Kyle's soup. A lot of Have you been on taking that? notes? Have you been taking notes this whole time? So you, you know me so well. Yeah, yeah that's right. Oh my That's God. right. I, I, I don't want Kyle's soup. Yeah, there you go. No soup for you. I swear to God, I'm going to put that in the thing. Um, but no, man, it was cool. Oh, and we didn't even we didn't even talk about the waitress who stole my credit card. Oh, I mean, yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, we try to keep um, it halfway free, positive. Freedom, freedom beat at Downtown Grand. I mean, we're just talking about everything that happened. Freedom <laughs> beat Downtown Grand. The waitress disappeared with my credit card. They had to come back and tell me that they don't know where my credit card is. Um, so there's that, but, um, you know what else we didn't talk about? We didn't talk about going to not your daddy and you having your first scorpion tequila shot that did not go well. We didn't talk about that either. 
Oh yeah, boy. So I tried it. I tried it. I watched it. It made me sick. Uh, And by the way, Daniel Ocean, thank you for buying me the uh, scorpion shot. That that fucker wouldn't go down. Oh, it would not go down. No, I tried. I tried three different times. Couldn't do it. You can. You could. You could. You could bitch me out. That's fine. I. I attempted it and failed. Um, Listeners, if you email me personally, I will sh- I will throw the clip your way because I took a picture of it. It was bad. It was really bad. He tried though. I gotta say, man, you were really right I, there. I mean, I was I throwing, you had and I don't drink. I don't drink tequila, and I was throwing back the tequila like it was nothing. And that son of a bitch just nope, nope, yeah, nope. I know it was yeah. gonna happen. So anyway, it was. All funds were had. Does anybody have anything else to add to this uh, monotony and everything that we did? Anybody has? Do anybody have anything? The one thing I'm going to add is I can't wait till we line up the next one because I know I'm going to be at that bitch and I'm excited oh, for yeah, it. But man. man, I can't I can't express enough how much fun it was to watch. You know, just the different versions of everybody's sides and stories that were coming in through the chat. And like you guys said, I think the biggest thing was herbs and rye. A lot of people were like, oh, it was really good. And then the other half of the group was like, well, there was a lot more to it. That's why it's nice to hear the stories and recap a little everything. So it's really cool, man. Glad you guys had a good time. Even though it wasn't a great experience, the end, it seemed like it worked out for everybody. Eric, you got your big pay. Then you had you guys topped it off with the good note, Triple George. So. Not too bad. You know, if nothing else, you know, you take from the trip that you're just, no matter what the experience is, you're with people that you want to be with. And everybody's there for the same thing. And that's what's neat. So I'll take that away from it. Oh, one more, one more. Nicole at the plaza. So, you know, we, we had some issues there as well. Nicole went out of her way to make sure that everything was taken care of and, um, I don't know if they listened to this, but Nicole, I want to thank you again. You were, um, your, your work is appreciated. Thank you. All right. Well, on that note, you know, we are in the holiday season, so we're trying to get back to you guys as quick as we can. Um, we got some of the things coming up. We have some interviews lined up that, uh, one of them are mine and uh, we'll see what happens, but hopefully this recap was cool. And again, man, Ed Julian missed you, but you know, next time over. You know, we'll make sure if I got to buy a donkey and piggyback you myself, <laughs> that's what we're going to do. So Shane, how many times are you going to buy a donkey? It's getting old. Well, I've got <laughs> four already in the crowd behind the thing. But so to the listeners, if they want to hear Shane's other, other podcast, which is really a podcast <laughs> donkey show, <laughs> where, where can they find that Shane? <laughs> they can find that at a. Uh, uh, I almost said strange donkeys. But you fucking cracked me. <laughs> nice play, strange juggles, strange juggles podcast, and uh, it is not about Vegas, but it is still fun. So you know, and I found out it was funny. Some of the people that went on this trip actually listened to that, and uh, maybe they hate it, maybe they don't, but uh, we'll go from there. Uh, but nothing else. This is a familia. I love you guys, and uh, I can't wait to do it again. So, cheers. 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 We're going down the road, dirt's kind of city's made of ashes. I'm going to hit you on the face. I'm going to punch you in your glasses. Oh, no. Oh, no.
Yeah, hell. 